0: Hey y'all, what is going on? This is your man, L. Jamal, coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. Of course, this is the place where you can say what you want as long as you got the facts. Today, I have a lot to talk about. Uh, I'm going to be getting into some NFL talk first. I'm going to be going over my Power 8 uh, rank power my Power Eight rankings for the week. Um, I'm also going to be going over three takeaways I got from week 14. Um, and then, I'm going to be going into the world of the street. And not so much, of course, the international, national news no trump and all that today i'm gonna take a break on that but we're gonna be talking uh some some of uh we to be talking some michael vick we're gonna be talking well i'm gonna be talking some michael vick i'm gonna be talking some lizzo and uh last but not least i'm gonna be talking some nick cannon eminem i hope you are ready for today because i am ready and i'm gonna be i'm gonna probably have some unpopular opinions for you guys today so y'all better be ready for it let's get right into it of course i'm gonna get in with my nfl spiel for today i'm gonna start off with my power 8 uh, my top eight power rankings uh going into week 15 of the NFL season at number eight i got Kansas City the chiefs are at nine and four this uh, at this point in the year they have won three in a row uh, they could have been my number seven 17 uh, but yeah whatever I, I, I for now they're gonna be my number eight squad uh, but this is including a 23 to 16 win at New England which nobody in my opinion was expecting uh, they are looking to definitely be a playoff favorite of course they have won their fourth straight afc title uh damian williams their leading rusher has returned so they have that going and pat mahomes is officially 100 percent uh look for them in my opinion to get hot they are playing the broncos uh this weekend which of course in my opinion all divisional games are a potential trap game uh but i think the chiefs going there I think they go in there level-headed, and I think that should be enough for them to get an easy, uh, at least two-touchdown victory there. Uh, But at number seven, we have the Vikings here at uh, nine and four. Of course, they are second in the NFC North. Adam Thielen, their wide receiver, is expected to return this weekend from his hamstring injury, so that is looking to be a good, good sign for them because, of course, he is their number one. Excuse me, he is their number one zone threat. In the meantime, they have had Kyle Rudolph. Pool has filled in admirably, but uh, when you add Adam Thielen there, they are uh, stupendous. And I will be talking about uh, their quarterback in just a little bit. Uh, but their defensive lineman, or rather their defensive end to be exact, Denell Hunter uh, is the NFC Player of the Week. Last week he got three sacks uh, versus the Lions, and he is the youngest player at 25 years old to reach 50 sacks. Bravo to him. I think he's a very underrated defensive end. Uh, one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, one of my favorites. Denell Hunter. Uh, look out for him as well. At number 6 we have the the saints here at 10 and three. Uh, now two members of the defensive line, Marcus Davenport, the starter, and also Sheldon Rankins, a member of that rotation there, uh, will be actually, uh, placed on IR, meaning they will be missing the rest of the season for Davenport. Uh, he will need surgery on his foot. And, uh, for, he also, at this point in the year, he had six sacks and he also had 16 quarterback hits and three forced fumbles. So on the defensive end, he was raising some havoc, uh, second year play. I think this is his second year in a row, uh, getting a career uh, not a career but at least a sending a season in the injury i believe this is same for rankings as well he hurt his ankle uh at this point in the year uh, Rankins had about 10 tackles uh believe about six tackles for loss something like that Uh, wasn't a starter but definitely was a key contributor within that defensive line rotation Uh, with that being said the saints are 13th in yards allowed at 358.3 yards per game Uh, they also are tied for fourth in sacks with 43 and also fifth in rushing defense with 94.2 yards allowed a game i think their biggest issue though is that they give up a lot of points uh yardage and all that uh might you know it, it sounds great, don't get me wrong. And I think again, um, but it's about efficiency. I mean again, they could be they could be they could be thirteenth in yards given up, but if they're given 30, 40 points up a game—that's still not a good sign. So uh, the 49ers—they uh, expose the Saints a little bit more in some ways. That secondary definitely needs some work. And without a passing, without a pass rush, uh, they're missing out on Marcus Davenport here—a key uh, factor in that this year so far. Ah, uh, doesn't look so good for the Saints. I'm just gonna be honest here with you right now. We will have to monitor them. At number at number five, excuse me, we have the Packers here at ten and three as well. Uh, everyone is healthy on the squad. Ooh, this is scary. Uh, now what I'm saying is all 53 players pretty much suited up this week and was available for some type of practice. So, uh, they are going to be looking to ride this into the, well, the last couple weeks of the season, uh, including, and this includes the, uh, uh sorry, ride receiver Geronimo Allison, uh, Allison, and also offensive lineman, Billy Turner. Uh, now green Bay can actually clinch, clinch a playoff spot, uh, this weekend. Not so much their, uh, their, their, their division, uh, uh, but they can claim a playoff spot this weekend if they can win at Chicago uh at home and if the LA Rams uh decide to lose or tie against Dallas. So uh, good well good luck to them at number four we have the Seahawks here who are also at 10 and 3 they will be missing their backup uh, running back Rashad Penny for the rest of the season with a torn ACL uh, Rashard Penny is a very important part of that running rotation I believe he had uh, so far 65 snaps uh, from scrimmage as opposed to just the starter uh, Chris Carson at 70 so just five less than the starter so a very important key uh, cog in that backfield uh, gives him a little bit of a, a a balanced attack there uh they're gonna have to be bringing up their third string cj precise so i mean i don't think it's a, a crippling blow to the seahawks again just they're missing out on somewhat of a wrinkle here at number three we have the patriots of course they're coming off that 23 to 16 loss at uh, well i'm sorry at home to kansas city is a dynasty done I think it'll all work itself out in the playoffs. I think this team is still good enough to make it there. And I think until they, they lose there, then you can say that uh, we have to wait and see, I think this team is still going to, of course, win their division uh, they're still going to have a pretty high seed going into the playoffs, it'll be important to see how far they can go, but they definitely look beatable, that's what Kansas City has proven that's what the three teams have uh, this so far this year have proven, the Ravens have done that as well, that is my number two team here, uh, to segue into them, the, the Ravens are 11-2 we already know about them, one of the top running rush, uh, sorry, one of the top rushing offenses in the country or uh, sorry in the league. Um, you know, I don't I don't see too many weaknesses right now with this team. Um, at eleven and two at this point in the year. Um yeah, I think the the first loss I think they had against the Browns, which was I think one of those crazy anomaly losses, the Browns were just really hot and just really uh, filling themselves at this point in the year. It was early in the year when that game happened. I don't think that that, that happens again. Uh, I think that just the Ravens got shocked in that one. I can't off the top of me remember the second loss right now, uh, but I'm, I'm guessing it was against a playoff team. It better have been against a playoff team. Um, but I don't think the Ravens have given, given too many... Um, I, I, I haven't seen too many weaknesses. Uh, I mean, maybe people can, can nitpick, you know, LaMarcus Jackson and, and say, oh, sorry, Lamar Jackson, excuse me, and say, oh, he needs to throw more yardage and all that. Again, I've, I've stated it before. It's, it's proficiency. Uh, if you're throwing... You know, for four touchdowns on just 165 yards, you can you can be you can be mad about that. You can be whatever on that, but that's efficient. And he's not necessarily throwing 50 passes a game to do it, like Matthew Stafford or Matt, you know, Matt Ryan, just to do so. And they're not behind, so they don't have to you know force the ball down the field in that way. So they're they're not necessarily always behind. Uh, I think, with the exception of maybe the Niner game, they were behind in that game. Too. They had to have been behind at some points in that game, but. Uh, this is a team that's very, you know, very seldom uh, behind somebody. Doesn't need to pass the ball extraordinarily, absorbently amount, uh, and when they do it, it's successful. They get it. They get a touchdown. So uh, I think this team is one of the most efficient offenses in in the league right now, uh, offensively. And I think just there's some. If there's some questions, it might be along that that defensive end, maybe uh, the pass rush, something like that. But uh, you know, you'd have to watch that Niner game some more to get some more, uh, t- t- some more detail on that but outside of that i don't see too many weaknesses in this team just like my number one team here the niners who are also 11 and 2 Again, the wide receiver situation is looking to, to work itself out. you got people like uh, Bourne. I believe he's a second or third stringer, uh, Kendrick Bourne. Uh, he's making a touchdown plays, touchdown play, so uh, at least they're scoring, they're producing, uh, so you can't necessarily knock them there uh, anymore. They have a pretty solid running game, in my opinion, as well, of course, uh, one of the top defenses in the league, uh, both sides in terms of rushing and passing uh, defenses. So, again, both of these two, teams, the Ravens and the Niners. Are definitely your Super Bowl favorites at the moment, uh, but before I let you guys go on the NFL tip, we're going to go through the, my three takeaways uh, from Week 14. And my first one here is we might be sleeping on Kirk Cousins. Uh, he's currently uh, fourth, excuse me, in completion percentage at 69.5, uh, and he also leads the league in passer rating at 112. At this point in the year, he has a 24 to 4 to uh, 24 to 4 touchdown interception radio. and Cousins, Cousins is also third in the league in yard per attempt I believe he stands at about 7.3 something like that so uh, he's definitely improved uh, they have a really solid rushing uh, game there uh, in Minnesota with Dalvin Cook as well of course you have the receivers Stefan Diggs Adam Thielen is coming back healthy uh, I've also mentioned Kyle Rudolph stepping up in the past couple of weeks uh, one thing that they do have issues with is uh, a lot of their issues is going to be on the defensive front especially particularly uh, in the secondary Xavier Woods, a defensive back one of their key defensive backs is is uh, struggling mighty, mightily this year, and that's been a factor in that as well, uh, defensively. Uh, but if, if the Vikings are to make a playoff run impossible, I think they can end up in a playoff spot, and uh, maybe even potentially challenge for the division. Uh, I think Kirk Cousins is going to be definitely a part of that. He's going to have a say in that. Uh, my second uh, takeaway was the Raiders might have cost themselves a playoff spot. Oakland is currently 6-7 and seven and has lost the last three in a row. And on top of that, they have been and outscored 116 to 33 nobody's gonna really talk about this i think that's really sad um and we're paying 100 million dollars for the coach <laughs> and i don't <clears throat> the cool part is i don't want to blame this all on him um because i think honestly there is some personnel we just don't have the personnel right now uh if you're looking at that if you look at because if you look at Derek carr's numbers he's not Bad. We're just not winning the games. If you look at his stats, he's not turning the ball over. Uh, He's not putting himself in position to turn the ball over necessarily. He's just not throwing the ball uh, particularly, you know, he's not stretching the ball particularly all the way down the field or anything like that because again, we don't really have any receivers. Uh, We have the solid tight end Waller and we have uh, Terrell Williams who we got. Uh, in the offseason, who has not shown up necessarily yet outside of the first game of the year. So uh, we've been having some growing pains. It'll be a miracle, in my opinion, to see this team uh, Finish the season at five hundred, but I think that would be somewhat of an accomplishment, and I would uh, at this point welcome that. And my final takeaway of the week is uh, Ryan Tannehill has come of age. I believe this season. Uh, last week he was a, he was named the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. He was he went twenty one to twenty seven for three hundred and ninety one yards uh, for three touchdowns and an interception uh, last week versus the Oakland Raiders. He also had a 140, 140.4 passer rating. Uh, this year he's almost at a, th- uh, a two thousand yards uh he's uh seven yards away from there uh he also has a 15 to five touchdown interception ratio uh he also has one of the highest pass ratings in his career at 118.5 i believe he's near the top of the league in that actually uh he might even be um mm. I think he might even have a better uh, Q, uh, pass rating than Kirk Cousins, if I'm not mistaken. If, if I if I didn't just read that correctly. Uh, but the more important thing is that the, Titan is seven, if the Titans uh, is, are seven and five, and they are currently second in the AFC South with a chance to steal it. Uh, I I don't see it though. I just think uh, Houston is a little bit more put together right now. But they got blown out by the Broncos. So hmm. It'll be the perfect time for the Titans to catch fire. And believe me, he is a part of the factor in that. This team, could also uh they don't end up winning the division, the division, excuse me, they are in contention for a wild card. And there is some cra- there is some outside talk. I don't know if I agree with this yet, uh, but about him being a low rung MVP candidate, like one of those bottom candidates. Uh, I don't know about that just yet. Uh, I think, I, well, actually just looking at the numbers right now, I don't really see it, uh, but I can definitely see him getting maybe comeback player of the year or something like that something uh at least or maybe you know like a like a tennessee titans or something like that but uh if they make the playoffs he's definitely uh garnered some respect uh from around the league i think that's where how it would start and then he has would have to build from there but uh these numbers don't necessarily jump out to me but again uh, maybe that's why they were saying like a low rung, like, you know, maybe fourth or fifth place in terms of the voting or something like that, you know, uh, you know, just so and, it, and honestly, it was just a recent mention within the last week or so, you know, after this performance. So, again, it's, again, they're, they're you know, they try to add, you know, try to add, you know, conversation to what already, we kind of already know uh, be the outcome of. I mean, let's be real here. Uh, the real candidates for MVP this year, we're going to have to be real here. Lamar Jackson. Jackson, uh, if we're being real, Russell, Russell Westbrook, I'm sorry, Russell Wilson. I don't know why I get those two last names uh, mixed up. Uh, possibly, in my opinion, y'all might look at me like I'm crazy, but I'm willing to go out on the limb here and say Jimmy Garoppolo would be my personal third. Actually, he would be my second uh, just because of what I've seen and just because of the turnaround and the, of that team. Uh, this team was nothing last year. Matter of fact he didn't play last year, so that so to come back and really this is his first full season and to take it uh take the squad pretty much to the best record it's had in a few years. Yeah, I would have to say that he's my second uh in line for the MVP next to Lamar Jackson. Outside of that, Uh, you make of it what you will you make of it what you will but it's already in my opinion it's a foregone conclusion it's really between those two guys and I wouldn't be surprised if those two guys played themselves uh, played against each other again uh, in the playoffs Uh, but I'm going to take a quick break and when we come back of course we'll be having my war on the street segment and we have a lot to go through there Uh, so y'all get ready I'll be right back let's get back into it with the word on the street segment. Uh, first things first, let's break down this Michael Wick situation. And disclaimer: before we go any further, uh, as far as to whether or not I agree with him being a captain at the Super Bowl, honestly, I feel like that's a league decision. Um, if they want him to do that, then they can, then it's there within their right to do so. Uh, if They didn't want him to do so. They, they wouldn't have asked for him to do it. Uh, As far as the controversy, I think it's a little bit silly as far as I'm concerned uh, because you have a group of people that be mostly white people that feels uh, he's somehow, you know, wrong for this or he's somehow profiting from this. Well, what do you expect a former football player to do, sir or ma'am? He's no longer playing football anymore. How does he... Uh, incur income uh, he obviously does televised events or he does publicize events he signs autographs autographs makes appearances so on and so forth uh, who are you to tell him how and how he cannot make money. I think you guys need to check yourself first and foremost there, uh, because nobody's checking you or nobody is even worried about how are you getting by. So I don't think you need to worry about Michael Vick because he's doing very well for himself and his family as he should be able to do because this is, uh, the laws that have been established in America and every now and again, uh, for a a certain person, if, if you, you know, you make your mistakes and you happen to be in a particular situation, uh, as as, uh michael vick and you repent and you 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 know you change which he has it seems at least that's what it seems to be to me he's no longer fighting dogs or we haven't caught him doing so so uh since he's been let out of prison so i think you need to ease up off of the brother and allow him to make his way uh because what would you expect him to do work a nine to five like you just because you're mad because you don't you what you don't get the chance to talk about well if you feel as though you have a platform and you feel you have something to say about dogs and animal abuse to you uh make a youtube channel and you go ahead and do so and if people want to give you money and people want to give you appearances to you so you can state your opinion then you do so it's that it's that simple uh, you you uh you go to your local radio station if you like and say hey man I got this little PSA I like to share if they like you then you're good if not they tell you to take your ass home we don't care so so you don't get to be mad at Michael Vick for doing what he's doing yes you don't get to do that you don't get to tell him how he gets to make his money how he gets to make his living no you don't get to have that. So, y'all need to go home and take y'all little thumbs and go back to work and pay attention to y'all job. And be happy that you have one. Y'all always trying to tell us, be happy you guys have a job. Like, like that's the only thing we got. Listen, y'all go home to y'all shit because that's the, that's the main thing y'all ever care about is what y'all little job is. So, y'all go home and take care of y'all self. And don't worry about Michael Vick and what he doing. He ain't fighting no dogs no more. He probably can't own one. So there goes the situation. Leave him alone and let him make his money. It is the least decision and let them have, handle that. You don't get to go in there and say, we want to petition, we don't like. How do you get to determine whether or not he has changed? How do you get to determine that? Who gave you the authority? And then let me talk about something else let me we we discussed that i believe he should be able to do what he want and as far as as far honestly the reason why i'm i'm you know cool with it because honestly to be honest with you i don't even watch none of that shit all i want to watch is this fucking game the super bowl i don't watch the commercials honestly i don't even try to watch it too much on the actual day I'll watch some of the more important parts of the game, but I ain't trying to pay attention to I don't care about the commercials. I don't care about the the halftime performances. And I wanted to add this. This is one of my unpopular opinions. Y'all can say what you want about the NBA, but the NFL has been woke way longer. How the hell you how the hell do you describe the halftime performances we had? I've never seen a halftime performance at a Super Bowl ever represent the demographic of the NFL, if we be quite honestly here. I'm just being honest. But, um, on top of that, i I wait for the game to come out the next day so I can watch the full game. I don't got to go through all that nonsense. So, I don't even care, honestly. I'm not, I don't feel where it's affecting anything, whether or not he does it or not. Uh, but if if they like to have him up there, good for them. Um, one thing I also wanted to observe, though, that I did observe, actually, it just kind of came to me right before I started recording. It's funny how, how this does this to you, um... I'm sitting here thinking, because I'm really kind of feeling, it, and I'm like, I'm looking at these arguments. I see the arguments online. I hear the dialogue online. Cause of course, they talk about it on YouTube. They talking about it on certain news outlets. So they talk about it on a social media, of course. And you hear it, and you're like, yeah, man, that's cold. They really giving Michael Vick a hard time. And, you know, you, to an extent, I agree with that. But then I'm just sitting there. I just realized, what what black people Try to drag this man through the mud because he wasn't agreeing hundred percent with Colin Kaepernick. Isn't it the same group of people that was all mad at the NFL because they was like, "Oh, they want for Colin Kaepernick." Now y'all happy for now? Now y'all want to defend him and say, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." Stop all that. Stop all that. Stop all that flip flopping. First and foremost, I've noticed that. I'm gonna check that too. I know people ain't gonna like it. Well, you need that. We can't be like that about that flip-flop we was not y'all was all mad the pro-black mafia because I this is this i think we could we should run with this this one i like this one this is a term i think uh the chronicles of junior coined this one and i think we can we can uh coast i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say the word coast but i said i like the terminology the pro-black mafia jumped down this man's throat oh he 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 a coon. he a uncle time he a sellout he trying to tell a nigga what to do with his hair. Oh yeah, now y'all try, tell him, You get to flip the coin. What do y'all want to do? What do y'all want to be about? What, now? Y'all happy? Now y'all want to be down? With the, y'all want to be down in the field for that one moment? I don't see how that. I don't see how this court. I don't see how this work. People be getting worked up over nothing. I'm just saying, let the man flip the coin. Get over it. Black people, white people gonna be mad about that. Let that shit go. That's not your argument. The league has already made its decision, and unless they go back on it and say, "Oh yeah, you know, well we did see this petition," then I can see us saying, "Oh that's gonna bullshit." <laughs> I can see that happen. I could, I could be mad then, but I mean, come on, bro, like, oh man, like, what do, you, what do you expect? They not gonna, they don't. A lot of them don't like it when we shine. Let's be real. I want to see his be, you know, successful, get money. I want to see his broken pole, a lot of them. Or a few, a, I guess a good percentage still. It's obvious. Now, y'all keep talking about racism. Well, why are y'all so mad when black people start to get money and start to do things for themselves? Y'all about to Oklahoma bomb his ass. See, that's what that looked like to me. Oh my god, how dare he? You see this? He's like, how dare he? Fuck that piece of shit. Like, you talking about this shit that happened a decade ago? Why y'all not mad at Dylan Roof still? Y'all ain't talking about him. Why y'all not mad at that Vegas shooter still? Y'all, y'all hypocrites. White people can be some hypocrites sometimes. I'm going to call it out. That's some hypocritical shit. But it's it's all sides of being hypocritical. Because, like I said, black folks did not like Mike Vick last year. And now all of a sudden, oh, my God, he's our champion. We have to protect him. How dare white people not like him? I would have, honestly, I was expecting to hear shit like, oh, that's what he get. Not fucking with cop I was so surprised to see this whole change of face. Like, oh shit. Like, what is going on? I just thought about it too. This Just report like two seconds before I started recording. Like, wait a second. I had to stop. I was getting ready to record and I said, wait, hold up. Why are y'all defending Michael Vick now though? This is all, I'm telling you, social media gets y'all riled up. The media gets y'all riled up. Oh, it's just, we think about it, it's almost kind of funny. It's, if it would, I mean, it'll be funnier if it didn't leave, if it didn't, you know, have us be all, you know, nasty towards each other, but it's almost, it's almost, it's almost borderline hilarious. Oh, it is. And then, cause then, cause this segues almost perfectly. It'll basically segue all perfectly through all my segments here for the board on the street. Cause next up, we get to talk about your girl Lizzo. Oh. Whoo! Oh, now let's now let's unravel this on here. This one got some layers, okay? Let me just say this right now. And uh I know the pro-black, no, I'm gonna say this one is a pro-feminist mafia. Cause there's some there's a different type, there's a few different organizations and low-level mafias that work. Honestly, they they're low-level because they're they're intermediaries. They they've already been paid for their groups and they've been paid for by the. The corporations and they actually are just figureheads and they just in the community just to. I'm telling you, you'd be surprised how these communities work. Black folk, white folk community, same thing. You know, the same equivalent happens in the white community. We talked about it with the Tea Party. I told y'all the example on Family Guy, y'all. I I know y'all y'all get that. Come on now, if you don't, let's. We'll, I, I can we can talk about. It. I, I we can have tutoring sessions. I could break I can break this stuff down to you. We can have tutoring sessions. I charge about. I'm just starting so like 20 bucks an hour just a 2 hour session, an hour session, you know, just to start off, you know, a couple hours just to break it down for we could do this. But with the Lizzo situation, let me just say it like this. It was thirsty. Very very thirsty. And I think that the I think I'm not I I feel I feel like it's really weird that we can just overlook or we have a or we have a populace or the majority of the populace wants to overlook the thirsty things women do or the ratchet things women do or the, or whatever you would consider to be you know uh, you know malcontent whatever whatever we overlook the attitude now. Now we have to be forced to accept the attitude. But a brother, a man, shows his masculinity it's automatically whether or not he's overbearing whether or not he's beating somebody up whether or not he's trying to force himself physically on a woman that somehow is all bad any male type of oh my god remember they had the whole man spreading controversy when men would just sit on the public uh, tr- train and the public bus and just have their legs hanging out Oh my god, their legs were open, you could see their junk, their bulge. Oh my god. That whole that was an issue to people. And this is what I'm thinking in my head. That was an issue to people. But a a a woman showing her whole ass to the world, that's fine. That's fine to you when just two seconds before they even put her, before that even happened, for this situation. This is and this is the funny part. I don't even see how y'all overlook this part, but I guess it's part of pushing the narrative. Y'all can do what y'all want. Act how you feel. Yeah, everybody's supposed to accept that. And if they don't accept that, there's something wrong with them. No, there's something wrong with you for showing your ass like that, little mama. Or, I'm, I'm saying that because I'm assuming you're younger than me. You might be younger than me. Damn it, sorry. Um, didn't want to go there. Because um, I'm, I'm big myself, so that wouldn't even be right. But I'm not going to do it. But the point the point being is i saw this two seconds it was like a, a, an interview she had like two seconds before she started the whole ass fiasco i don't know if y'all saw this part and the lady's asking her i don't know who the interviewer was i don't that's that didn't bother me that didn't bother me her responses to this her questions bother me she goes to lizzo Oh, you know, basically the whole spiel, you know, what you're doing here, la, la, la. She's yeah, hey, she's all drunk, feeling herself. Hey, by all means, people get liberated. You know, hey, I've done it before at a sporting game. It's part of the experience. Hey, by all means. She's drunk. She's feeling herself. She starts making, She starts saying all this shit about Carl Anthony Towns. And the cold part about it, and this is, and I'm thinking in my head, this is why we don't even invite y'all to the game. You don't even know the man's name. You said number 32? This is number 32. I'm like, you sound just hella desperate, bruh. That's not, and mind you, and this is why I know it's bullshit. This is why don't look don't believe the hype. Don't let them tell you we trying to shame nobody. They are full of shit. Because I'm going to tell you this. Think about this in your head. In this day and age. Let's say, for instance, we, we reverse it and make it a big, fat, black man. Let's think about the, the first fat, black man you could think of. For me, it was Faison Love, and that's out of no disrespect, but this is just because of this hypothetical situation. So, Faison Love, by all means, bro, you funny in your movies, this is just as an example because I'm this is just an example. So, don't come at me, bro. This is just an example. If you if if bro went to a, a U.S. soccer game, U.S. women's soccer game, or a volleyball game, or whatever there's some bad women at, you know, whatever if he start making a pass first of all he start making some derogatory comments like yeah so and so can get it first of all y'all would comment on that y'all lying they lying i know they going to tell you they going to they going to start telling you no we don't no we not they lying they lying and if he would have pulled his dick out he's going to jail she had her whole ass out she don't even get she don't even get cited for indecent exposure and y'all want to talk about who gets privilege, who doesn't get privilege? Come on, bruh. Stop all that nonsense. I'm going to put on a shirt. Stop all that nonsense. Stop believing them peoples. It's okay to make a mistake. And it's okay for people to comment on that. It's okay for, first of all, because first of all, she has to deal with whatever people say because nobody, apparently, whoever was supposed to be in her ear—I'm not saying necessarily a handler per se—but somebody should have been in her ear, like, "Hey, you, you should be wearing that. That ain't that ain't right. You don't need that. You don't need to put that on. Just talk to. If you really feel that way, look, I have my. So if, if, if you know what I'm saying, it's like just just reach out. There's there's ways to get a man's attention. and that's what y'all just don't and this is the thing y'all just don't get it y'all really think we respond to that listen we respond to that in the most sexual way possible I would not be surprised if she got hella dick pics after that I'm just gonna keep it lit and I'm surprised that she didn't use that as some fodder to say people this but I'm telling you she probably got hella action and that's all she wanted She probably been having issues like that. Sorry. I mean, how else do you justify just showing out your ass like that? That just, come on. And the the whole fat girl this, fat girl that, honestly, I think if Cardi B did something like that, niggas would be kind of like, come on, bro, that's a little bit too much. Just keep it real. And Cardi B ain't got to do all that let's keep it let's keep it up let's, let's keep it gp i don't think she gotta feel like she, i don't think she feel like she gotta do all that unless she at the strip club she might do a little session for everybody and everybody's throwing some months i can imagine that yeah sure or she's on the ground doing something ridiculous which she does yeah okay but i don't think she needs to go to the laker game and just have that type of contraction i don't, I don't and you basically telling everybody you open for business. Not only don't not only do you want whatever player you was looking for Carl Anthony Towns, but you telling the whole world that I'm ready for everybody. Like that's it's just how you it's just how you come off. And why would you In another point, why would you put your bare ass on a public seat like that? I hope you wipes wiped it down when you left. I hope you wiped yourself when you left. Because you in LA. You in Hollywood remember that come on girl you gotta use your head come on if you 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 do need a man in your life you need a smart man in your life you wanted them you want to see i swear y'all tell us that y'all keep trying to tell us that y'all smart than us if you smart than us why do you need us to provide for you i think we have a good reason why she needs some type of i don't maybe maybe until she gets married and find her some type of man maybe some type of you know Female mentor, but at some point she gonna need to find herself a real man, and and mm-mm. I get why, or I get why the old generation said look, you might as well get married or something, or have some type of, you know, exclusive bond with somebody to some point, and not necessarily be a hoe, because this is kind of what you get. I'm just being honest. I'm not saying that it's a it's a wrong it's, it's it's a it's a sin I'm not saying it's a sin i'm not gonna go that far and be all one of them people i'm I'm not like that but i mean look at what she has to do to get people's attention like that's come on, that's honestly it's gross only because it's because she's just showing her bare ass like that, like if it was if, it, if you was at you know the strip club and you had some type of session or if you if somebody if somebody actually leaked some pictures of you in some hotel room getting ready to get you know, some action, some work in I get it, bam, but you in a public ass space like that and you know how they gonna do you and it's just, it's not a good look it's really not. Y'all can say what you want. She's being free. She all that. But that's what Playboy is for. Why don't you just do that on Playboy? I just thought about it. Do that shit on Playboy. And then let people decide whether they want to see that or not by letting them be able to buy it. And spend money on it. Then you'll know. Then you'll really know just how much you're really your worth is. Mm. Didn't think about it like that, did you? Anyways, we're going to move on to the last topic. Because uh, this one was pretty interesting to me as well. Of course, this is the uh, Nick Cannon Eminem beef. Now, let's get right into it. Um, I, I've been debating about how I wanted to come after this one. Do I want to just start from the recent or do I want to backtrack a little bit? Well, I think it might be important to backtrack a little bit just so you get the context in which my opinion is coming from. So, we'll take it all the way back, uh, I believe, until the first uh, initial uh, initial mention of Mariah Carey by Eminem. Well, I got you. People are going to say this is the first ever initial mention, you know, first ever, you know, Mariah diss, right? This is that Bagpipes back, back in Baghdad. I don't remember what album this was from, honestly. This was in a period of time where... Um, well, I mean, I you know Eminem was in my rotation, just not that stuff was in my rotation. So he always had my respect. But let's not make this about that, right? At this moment, um, you know, people are gonna claim that it was his first ever mention of Mariah Carey. That whole song, reverse, whatever, "Bagpipes of Baghdad." Because mind you, I've I don't even I've heard that song a couple times. Uh, my brother's into him, well he was into him for a while, uh, really hard. Uh, That was one of his favorite rappers, but I mean, he was one. He was one. He's always been one of my top guys. But again, I'm digressing just a little bit. Um, I, I got it. I mean, for me, I kind of know who Eminem is because again, that was not his ever first even mention of Mariah Carey. I mean, I think if you those of you who you know were actually into his music or a fan to some extent or listened his music to any type of degree you would already know that he mentioned her way before on uh, Superman and that was albums ago and it wasn't necessarily a whole verse or nothing like that but it wasn't mentioned so she's already been out there she's already been within his ether uh, or his ethos of words and all that so she's already been mentioned and it's already been uh, well documented that they had some type of tryst going on Um, I personally believe um, that just Eminem being who he is, that's just part of his gimmick. His gimmick is to, you know, shed light kind of what to what goes on in his life, and he makes fun. He pokes fun at it. That's who the fuck he is. You have to understand that. Like I, I don't, I don't see how anybody who's who's listened to, who's claimed to be a fan of the man. And this is funny how the time, how time changes. And I feel like people over time they 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 change up. And they start to switch up, and they act all brand new about a motherfucker, because whatever reason. And I think it's silly. Y'all do that. Y'all did that shit. Y'all doing that shit with him. Y'all done that shit with plenty of rappers. Oh, my God. Like, oh, we... Uh, this motherfucker was trash. This motherfucker was trash. But all you was, all you was doing was slapping him back. Everybody was cleaning out my closet at one point in time. So I don't want to hear all that, oh, well, he this, and he's a culture vulture. Stop it. Cardi B is more of a culture vulture than Eminem, if that's how you really want to go at it. Don't play me. No, don't start that. Don't start that nonsense with me. I said it. Yeah, Max Kellerman is a culture vulture. Before him is, but y'all want him at the cookout. Let's keep it on topic. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get back. Don't worry. Um. So again, he's already mentioned Mariah Carey. Of course, this was the first time he mentioned Mariah Carey when she was, I guess, with a significant other. I guess within. You know the rap speakers. Of course, at the time when Bag Baghdad, uh, sorry, bagpipes of Baghdad bag came out. She was of course married to your boy Nick Cannon. Now, Nick Cannon is a curious case. To be honest with you, I, I I find it so funny how somebody you know. oof, are we gonna go there, Nick? Are we gonna are we gonna really? Are we gonna really gonna be calling out Eminem? Ooh, let me get to you. let me get to you in just a second, man. Let me just keep the story. Let me just get to the story. Cause I, I really wanna get into Nick Cannon too. I think cause both of them have some part of some part to play. But let's get let's get through the story. So of course, uh back when it originally happens, oh nine, oh eight, whatever. Uh, Nick Cannon issues some type of statement I have to see him and him in the street blah, blah 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 nothing really happened to that blah blah, blah. you know uh, of course Nick Cannon knew even back then he couldn't rap so he didn't say anything uh, and then Mariah Carey she cashes in on I mean because honestly I, I personally think this helped both people's careers because again you know Marshall you know, Marshall Mathers aka Eminem was able to sell you know a little bit of you know some more copies of his his album you know with his little diss track or whatever and you know Mariah Carey you know had a single with Gucci man on it you know obsessed and that made her you know gave her a little publicity because both careers were just kinda faltering so it could have been in my opinion you know Nick Cannon could have been sucked into some sucker shit that they've already planned again again Uh, because it's it's clear and honest that they've been in in some type of uh, relationship I think, in my opinion, she probably tried to, at some point, uh, maybe even before Eminem decided to go after his, because I don't think, honestly, I think it wasn't the fact that she shunned him, per se. I think she actually probably tried to diss him in a lot of circles, too. I think she probably tried to put him down in a lot of different circles, and she probably was saying things that might because he probably was opening up to her, and he probably, they did have somewhat of a relationship, and Mariah was just, I mean, because let's be honest, let's be honest, Mariah is a hub. She, she, the same y'all, y'all wanna give her all this love. She married, she the same motherfucker that married Tommy Matola when he was dirtbag old. So let's stop it. Don't, don't, don't be trying to ugh. y'all be trying to just put hoes on the pedestal. Y'all, y'all need to be putting mothers on pedestal, mothers that are married to men and actually commit to that shit for years and for the rest of their life on pedestals y'all too busy trying to put singers and and pimped out singers and and rappers and old strippers and you know all that on pedestals and that don't work men and women in the black community we can't do that no more i'm gonna say it um but uh because i'm pretty sure i mean I, i don't think he even says too much about her Unless either A, they really had a significant relationship like he did with Kim, because I get why he got, I think he was on Kim's head too, nobody, I mean, come on, he, he was on Kim's head way worse than he was ever on Mariah. so all this he, he, he got butt hurt, I probably think it was both of them trying to play something at some point they both kind of cashed in on everybody knowing but i think at one point in time she was very i think at one point in time not only did they have a significant relationship when she brushed him off she was the one to kind of do i think she was the one that probably was a part of that and she was very negative towards him in the hollywood circle and i think she was talking down about him not only in that not only uh because she says it she's like you used to tell me all these things she probably was telling everybody all that shit too so you got to be careful who you're talking to. You got to be careful who about to who, who you pillow talking to. Real talk. And I think, you know, Eminem didn't do his homework on that on that front, on his end. And I, cause I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust somebody like Mariah Carey. You should already know what she about, you know? Um, and uh, he got caught up and I think, you know, again, like they broke up and she just started, you know, bashing him, especially and then as soon as he started, you know, really, you know, playing into that, you know, that, that shock value, that shock rap, she was like. Awesome. Like that dude. And she really started probably she probably said all type of shit about him. Probably said he probably molested her, all type of sexual assault, you know, shit. You know, you ain't no telling what he, what she said about him. So I, I get why he probably came at her like that in some degree. And then she, you know, tried to rebuff him again on that assessed with me. People liked it or whatever, but again it exposed that they had something. And in, in my opinion at that point, I think they were catching in on that. And I think Nick you know, not necessarily knowing he wet between the ears himself, because he don't know, he goofy, I'm sorry, y'all say what you want, and I, y'all could, people used to say that I was goofy and square, I'll take it, whatever I'm a better, I'm a better reader of character than all them motherfuckers, so I don't care what them motherfuckers say, they can say what they want, but I for sure I for sure (laughs) would not let, (laughs) would not get caught up like Nick Cannon did or M for that matter, but Anyways, you know, Nick made his little comments. Oh, I got to defend my wife. He made a few comments there. And um, he, you know, like a year later, he drops his little weak ass this track. What was it Slick Rick? Right? Now, mind you, the, the rap the rap world, including black black people, had a chance to hear all this. And we've dissected him. And we didn't say nothing about it. And then, you know, come on now. We've already heard Nick Cannon. Whether he was a gigolo or, you know whatever he said he was a slick Rick come on this is the same dude that was on all that dressed up like a girl with Keenan the Kid with Keenan come about y'all remember that y'all remember that skit you know he one of them boys he do all that with them boys I'm just saying front like he not I'm just saying I'm, I'm just saying we in the mountain era people might as well be open with it especially if you're doing it all like that just saying you got to get put on to do that, you gotta do that to get put on. Apparently, that's what they saying. I don't know, but and that's not me to for me to say. Maybe I went too far. Maybe people got hurt with that one. But I, you know, come on, man, he went through. The, he went through the same old okie doke. The rest of them, them, what I'm saying, he went through the same old okie Dope The rest of these entertainment people went through. So I'm like, to me, you, you square for calling out him for any for any situation. For to, to for how I look at it, like. Again, yeah, he disrespected your wife while y'all was going together, but you, but you know for a fact that they dated. You know for a fact, and I get it, like the the whole the whole confrontation situation and him calling him out. Okay, I can give I can knock you know some points off him for never really seeing him face to face about. it. I could do that, especially since he said it. I mean, I can do that. Okay, but then the whole di- but if that's the case, if in my opinion, if you called him out and he didn't show up to the situation, he didn't want to see you. You won in some type of way. So you kind of got that. So for him to drop another diss track, that being Nick uh, Nick Cannon in the form of that, that whatever, that slick Rick, it was a waste of time. And so it opened itself up for whatever M had at the time, which I don't think his response to him... Was all that great? Either that warning shot, because he didn't even address. See, that's how. See, that's how garbage Nick was. Like, come on, Nick I don't even think M responded to him in a warning like that. He basically went after Mariah Steel. He said, "Fuck you, bro. I'm gonna go after the bigger star." And for what it's worth, I mean, y'all can say about who who Eminem chooses, picks and chooses in terms of who he battles with, but I don't think he was ever the type to come in the game. On some, I'm trying to battle everybody, I'm going to, you know, beast everybody in terms of lyrical lyricism, you know what I'm saying, he's never was the type to, he's never, in my opinion, from what I've observed, and if y'all, if y'all really observing and not, you know, being on the trend, which is to, which is to turn against certain rappers nowadays, which is weird to me, uh, y'all weird for that, um, uh, in my opinion he's never initiated any of those beefs he never initiated that beef with benzino benzino was mad at him uh because he he didn't want to give him no love for whatever reason you know because i don't know it was a back and forth thing but it for sure eminem didn't initiate that and if you think about it how many beefs legitimate beefs has he been in was it with joe button who sparked that you know um who sparked the beef with mgk yeah eminem might have said something years ago. and it's always something that's older like you know it's always it always traces back to some older event so it's like it's like motherfuckers wasn't active then so why are we talking about this in 2019 nick i mean you didn't see him in 20 in 20 you know or, you know 2009 when this initially happened you kind of won that round you should have let that go like you had that like and then and then i think this is what sparked the most recent shit this is why i'm gonna you know put my little emphasis on it now you know nick cannon was the one running off at the mouth talking about yeah man Gigi was gonna do this and yeah niggas wanted me to handle him and i'm pretty sure i mean eminem ain't even got to reach into the bag, but he can he can sit there and say yeah bruh like if you go to this certain spot, yeah, motherfuckers can get you too. Like y'all might not think he can do that, but it's it's possible. It's 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 legit. I mean, in terms of Detroit in the Midwest, he has some he has some ties. Don't 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 play. I don't know where Nick is affiliated with. I don't necessarily care because to me, I think all that's stupid. All that's part of Nick Cannon's psyche. He wants to play that game because come on now, and this is not And this is this is not. What I'm saying is, you can't come after Eminem. I'm not gonna take you seriously if you was if you if you coming from wholesome Nickelodeon. And that's not a shot at who you are. I just don't think you got it like that. Now the whole man to man situation. Oh, I got you. You should have handled that years ago. You could have handled that years ago. And the fact that he didn't see you, I gave you some points for that part. But to come back and try to be this. Oh, I'm a tough guy now. Bro, you was, you was, you was a gas station clerk with Keenan, we seen you before, we know you, you funny, goofy cat, like, you not like that, you don't come off like that, that's what you don't do, you know, you gotta stay in your lane, I, you know, I'm not a gangster, I don't do, I don't talk like that, I'm, I'm a regular Joe. I'm a I'm a I'm as average Joe as they come. So I, I'm not saying I you know that's a you know I'm not saying I act average or anything like that. I'm not extraordinary. I don't feel like I have talent. So that's not a way to put myself down. But I'm not gonna be what I'm not. I'm not gonna put that out there. And he's put you know he wants to pull out the black card and pull out the I'm pulling out the black you know squad with me, bro. No nigga. That's a man-to-man situation like it was in 2009. to call the black squad, to me is just like you relying on my Mariah Carey back then you, you you can't carry yourself and as an MC you should be and and, I, and I'm gonna be honest with you, you should be ashamed of yourself. He should be ashamed of himself as far as him goes him, Nick did call you out a few years ago and you should have seen him on that. I can give you that I can give I can give Nick that but as far as his rapping you suck he sucks. You ain't gonna tell me, you bruh. That's all. That all those. If you listen to the bars, y'all can sit there. So they sound. These are the same. These are the same roasts everybody who's ever dissed Eminem has ever had to say. All you talk about is Kim. All you talk about is who who he used to like. All you talk about is Haley. Really, bruh. Really, bruh. You talk about the girl that he grazed. That didn't. That you know. Didn't nobody take care of. And all whatever whatever a a lot of a lot of niggas do that in the hood who is you who is you complaining about really is that really a roast nick oh he taking care of a kid that ain't his listen your wife used to suck old nigga balls bruh that's real your ex-wife on top of that and you still this is the part that gets me about nick y'all been divorced since 2016 and you still speaking on it nigga like that was your that was your only shining moment in your career is when you quote unquote stood up to Eminem, nigga. That's all you got, bro. Get out of here. And don't don't start playing this black versus white shit either. And, stop, and black people black don't fall for that because t- this is what I'm saying, y'all. Y'all flip floppy. Y'all flip. Y'all want to be. Y'all want to be all pro black one day. We supporting everybody black one day when they're dealing with be- being against the white man. But every other day, when we know that nigga trash, we're going to say, oh, yeah, he's garbage. You can't flip like that. <laughs> Nick Cannon was garbage when he put out Gigolo. He was garbage when he put out all them songs. He garbage now. Stop it. Stop saying because he got that Eminem. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an accomplishment. Gonna come out with a diss track that destroys everything. I bet you he in the lab, right? Y'all's the cold part. Y'all just no. I think y'all really just want to see Eminem just tear him off. Y'all just y'all just trying to egg him off. I, no, I don't believe. I don't really believe. I don't really believe niggas really believe in Nick. I don't believe that you niggas believe in Nick Cannon. I really feel that you want Eminem to come back with some fire. I I, I you you cannot. No, I don't believe in my heart that you really fall for that Nick. No. This was—I don't believe Nick Cannon. When I think of Nick Cannon, I think of Drumline. I think of all that with Cannon and when he was with Cannon, dressed up, all uh, with the nails. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's nothing wrong against doing that type of stuff. But again, don't come off as a gangster. Now I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't ring a bell with me, bro. I, that's no, nah, bro. That's like, mm mm. I, I don't. I don't fall for that. I'm not gonna fall for that. Nick Cannon is drum line. <pirsched> no, that's what I that's what I think about, bruh. I think about him getting socked in the mouth by big cubs because he was just drumming hella hard. <laughs> I just he's just not the man to me, bruh. I don't care, I don't care, bruh. Just like Lord Jamal, like all these, all these, all these old, all these old friend rappers that didn't nobody like, black or white always trying to take shots at him but it's hilarious that don't nobody like and then they get pub because they say some shit like oh news in the hood don't slap him niggas in the hood don't slap you either lord jamal <laughs> like what is you talking about you so hella dumb right now like <laughs> maybe maybe dudes are like your neighborhood but <laughs> I mean, come on like if you if you go to if you go to if you go if, for example if i go to ask somebody in east oakland right now you heard a little trip Jim- they can look at me like i'm stupid who is that oh he talks about eminem all the time who nigga i never you gotta stop playing with me, bruh. I bet you I bet you I can Skype somebody. I can bet you I can Skype somebody. And the majority of people ain't gonna know. I can Skype somebody right now in fucking. I don't care. I can go Skype somebody right now in New Jersey. And I'm telling you the only thing they're gonna know about because, oh, he talks shit about Eminem. Who is you? Who is Nick Cannon? Come on. And the words of Deja Pell. I said it the other day. Fuck. Nick cannon who is you bro like come on it's not even about defending them and them ain't even about all that it's just that you are not the one to, to do it. you and your you and your squad y'all trying to play the black card that's all y'all ever do that's all these this us all these in these these bitter whack rappers black or white do I'm telling you ICP did it that's what I'm saying it's a black or white it don't matter it's just bitter whack rappers bro. Like I do not understand, bro. Don't be bitter. Just get over it. You were not, you're not that great of a rapper. Like, you, you, look, you get up. I don't I, look. I'm not saying Nick how hood he is. I don't care. That doesn't bother me. And I'm pretty sure he has his own lane in which people love him and adore him. That's come on. He's he's a fixture in the media for a reason. Like that's look, what he's accomplished on that end. I never take that away from him fuck that i actually commend him for all that but all that i'm trying to be black now i'm black squad i'm gonna smack up eminem nah bruh and i'd like to see y'all fight one-on-one i like this i like that i wouldn't even want to see it i just would like to know that it happened when i don't care who won the fight i would like to know that it happened but to talk to talk about a situation years later after it's initially been been pretty much done you you he got a, He, you know, he had his little diss track. He put out your little weak diss track. It's been years later. And on top of that, you're not even with that woman anymore. You need to bring up that situation to me. I mean, you kind of asked for it. Eminem kind of responded with a little verse on his little shit, which started, you know, Eminem, well, what you would call Nick Cannon's responses. He had a, a verse on, uh, I think it was Dre's, uh what was it called? Lord, Lord, uh, Lord something. And, uh, he had a little verse. He mentioned Mariah. He actually went in on Nick, but this was because Nick was already talking shit on the media. running his fucking mouth. Like, yeah, I was ready to do this. Look, just let that shit go. Why are you holding on to something? You called him out. He didn't fight you. You dropped the weak diss track. It's over. For you to come back years later and say, yeah, Gucci, this is not. You don't sound hard, bro. And I'm telling you, that's why Eminem said that about you. Because he know you can't rap. And it's not like y'all can just bounce around and just and get into these physical altercations. Cause yeah, you can get in situations, you can, you know, all that. And it ain't about Eminem being soft and none of that. But he he has he has people. He has to, you know, you know, provide for. So all that other tough talk is bullshit. I mean, a one on one fight, I'm pretty sure he'd be able to have with you. But all that other shit you're trying to act like you about, I'm not I'm not fucking with it. And I, I don't I don't buy it. And it should just be a M and M and a Nick Cannon thing, and I I ain't, I ain't interested. I ain't interested in all that. And I think if if Eminem decided to respond, it's gonna be lights out for Nick. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I am gonna say. It's I don't I don't see how you could sit there and tell me. I don't care, black, white or nothing. See that y'all y'all sound like some of y'all sound like these people. I mean, I, it's like It's like It's like It's like after You know Racism wasn't at like The 70s and the 80s When blacks and People And white people Started hanging out again You used to get that One black or white person There's always that One black or white person When everybody's getting wrong And everybody's having A good time oh, Fuck y'all Y'all intermingling Y'all Like Shut the fuck up Go home I invited y'all Y'all just y'all just come out of nowhere with these old weak ass, oh yeah, I could've I could've pumped Eminem alone. Then why didn't you? Just roll up on him with the thugs and call the day so we can see what Eminem got. Cause you think you think you'll get away with doing that to Eminem? You think that was gonna be possible? You just gonna roll up on him and just do some shit with your goons? Stop. Damn, y'all just crazy. You don't even got goons neither, Nick. God. If he ain't got goons, you for real ain't got goons, cause that's not what you about. You are America's Got Talent, bro. Like stop all that, man. <laughs> I'm not, and that's nothing wrong with that. And that's the cold part. Black people think that there's something wrong with that, or I'm putting. them. Th- but I'm like, no, it just does not come off as authentic. When you want to be, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna smack you up. You ain't smacking nobody up, bro. You you ain't doing that. I don't I don't buy it. I'm not I'm not doing it, and. If Eminem responds, again, you ain't gonna hear it from this nigga Nick Cannon ever again. So, you better hope he don't respond. With that being said, I'm gonna call the rapper today. This is your man, Eldridge Moss, signing out. Uh, if you're looking to get in touch with me, you can hit me up on my email at ljbutler75 at gmail.com. That is elj butler75 at gmail.com. Once again, that is elj butler75 at gmail.com. I also have a Facebook, Facebook, and an Instagram page at L That is E-L J A-M-A-H, A-D-J-A-N-I. Once again, that is A E-L-J-A-M-A-H. A-D-J-A-N-I. And then on top of that, I have a Facebook page for the show as well at Never Out of Bounds. All right, y'all. I'm signing out for now. Uh, I will be back probably tomorrow night, uh, maybe tomorrow morning, uh, but definitely Friday. Uh, We'll have a Friday show for you guys. Uh, I will be back soon. All right now. Peace out.